Good morning. <laughs> We've got this good morning thing practiced so well. Hi, Jada. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so today's discussion, we're going to talk about monogamy, right? And since I was a teen, one of the most common questions that we're asked is, why do men cheat? And I think that's still a very common question that's asked. So I'm Margaret Johnson, yes. your wedding theory godmother, your prof professional wedding officiant and premarital mentor. I'm going to walk you through your steps from your moment of yes to your moment of I do. So today I have the great privilege of introducing my new co-host, my favorite person in the world, my favorite daughter, Jada Johnson. Hi, Jada. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. I mean, we are a generation apart. And so for, I just, well, since we're in the business of marriage, and I also want to add that Jada is also an ordained minister and um, a wedding officiant as well. So since we are in the business of marriage and relationships and love all things, this thought would be fitting because, you know, when we're going through um, the, um, the exchanging of vows, you know, this is, you're committing to being, when most uh, weddings, right, most people are agreeing that they're going to love, honor, and cherish, and be with this person only until death do them part. So mm -hmm. what's it like for a 20-something, you know, young person out there? I mean, is this still a common question or conversation that's happening about why do men cheat, about monogamous and non-monogamy -monog um, and um, monogamous relationships? Let's get a little bit of insight in your world. Yeah, so it's actually still a question that people ask. Because, um, like, polyamory and polygamy has become more common mm -hmm. um, in, like, internet spaces, right? So people will talk about how they're in polyamorous relationships, they're in throuples, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um and I've seen on, like, other podcasts, a lot of people have probably seen this, too, where um, people will talk about why um, men should be allowed to cheat or men should, can have four wives, um, depending on your, like, religion and things like that. So it's just a very common um, discussion mm -hmm. about, like, how many partners different people in the relationship can have. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main, like, I see a lot of people talking about how men should be allowed to be um, unfaithful or to have multiple partners, I guess. Right. Uh, whereas women should not be allowed to do that. Right. Given the same circumstances, which I always just think is interesting. Because um, it just seems like a double standard to me. But I guess some people say it works for their relationship, and I... I'm not gonna tell anyone what should, what can and can't work for their relationship because everyone's different. Right. So I'm just of the belief that if that works for that, your relationship, that's all good. But I think, I think it can yeah, work for for um for couples that, of course, if they have a mutual agreement, right? So we're gonna invite other people into our relationship. I think a lot of what the conversations are happening, um, and we kind of touched on this this weekend, was when we were discussing um, men in particular having conversations mm -hmm. around women being more masculine and things like that. And so I'm wondering if 
based on the, well, because, you know, of equality and women are now working and we talked about like women being submissive. And I think some of the men are using that as an, as an excuse to um, have this, this outs, outside relationships till they're searching for their mate or have multiple wives or girlfriends or sexual partners because I yeah. find, what, what I find in this new space is that there, there seems to be a good number of men that are really picking the women apart. I'm not sure what it's like in all the atmosphere, but particularly in, um, in, in the, the African-American community, that seems to mm-hmm. be a really a loud conversation, you know, and I think, I mean, when I was first became aware of it was, you know, um, a talk show or podcast hosts like Kevin Samuels um, brought really brought that to light for me. I'm not sure if the conversation was happening a lot before, but it just mm-hmm. seems like not only are we um, having conversations about men sort of kind of pushing it down your throat, like it should be okay. This should be okay. You're, but you're looking for a monogamous woman and, and, and but you yourself want to have multiple partners and your reasoning right. behind that is um, that they just don't make women the same. So I guess it's a, it's a two part conversation, right? It's about the monogamy. Why do men cheat? And the men's view on, on women, this modern day uh, being so woman. vocal, right. About, you know, w- you, 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 you damn if you do you damn if you don't right <laughs> you know yeah because uh, I was gonna say because even back in like ye olden times like I'm talking 1500s 1800s like the women who were traditional and like submissive and just there to like give their husbands babies and like they were quiet and docile they were getting cheated on too so like, <laughs> so, like you, it doesn't matter yeah i'll take oh yeah. i have the perfect example of this absolute perfect example um so you and i went to go see the broadway show six right yes and it's yeah. about henry the eighth and his six wives yeah yeah he <laughs> cheated on most if not all of his wives and they right. were all that or most of them were that like submissive woman that was just there to like you know do her job which at the time was just to like make babies right. right right like they're all trying right. their best and he's been cheating on <laughs> you know like and even his... oh i'm sorry go ahead. go ahead i was gonna say even his first wife Catherine um of aragon mm-hmm. she was super religious right mm-hmm. um so like she was the epitome of that traditional woman like church-going god-fearing woman who like was a virgin on her wedding night and all that jazz everything that makes like a woman a high value woman right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even into today's standards she was all that still was getting cheated on yeah <laughs> so, like yeah. it just it doesn't matter like i feel like men say they want this traditional woman but i think when they when they say that it's more that they just want a woman who's not going to say anything about what they are going to do or they're just going to follow their lead mm-hmm. um which I get, like, wanting to lead or be in charge. But I feel like maybe not all of them, 
maybe not even a lot of them, but some guys who say stuff like that don't have a plan. They don't have any goal. So it's like you're leading me to where? Like you just want me to like listen to what you have to say, but you don't you don't have a plan, or at least you haven't expressed to me that this is where you're leading like our family. Right. And I think it's the for lack of a better term, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the right men who are having this conversation. So when a man, in my experience, you know, when a man is mm-hmm. able to provide or is a provider and a leader and a head of his household, these are not conversations that he's having. These are not instructional. It just is. It's the natural form, right? He's right. He's the guy that, you know, is either whatever he does, right? Business owner, entrepreneur, you know, works in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a fast food restaurant, whatever. It, it, so for me, it's not a dollar amount. It is, does this person, can you trust this person to lead you right. to the next step, right? So we're going to, we're, mm-hmm. we're switching gears sort of talking about um, leadership and submissiveness, right? And we'll follow back right. up with the with the the monogamy and the why do men cheat? But again, we were talking about like this mm-hmm. this converse this whole conversation around I am superior, right? But the conversation right. is really uncomfortable because when I'm listening to some of this, and I did follow you know follow up and, and tune in a little bit to some of these conversations, mm-hmm. these I guess high these men who are looking for these high value women right aren't high value Mm -hmm. or might not be considered high value themselves and over the weekend you and I talked about this a bit too and you had given me some really great insight as to um was a conversation we were talking about when when men are picking their mates it's quality over quantity and I mean that really so from a purely biological yeah, from a purely biological standpoint, right? Because people make the argument about cheating and all that based on religion, and I can't speak on that. Mm-hmm. But some will make the argument that biologically, uh, human or men are supposed to be uh, polyamorous, right? Mm-hmm. And given our closest genetic like ancestor, I can agree with that statement, right? Mm-hmm. But men or sorry, not men, males, when picking a mate in the wild in just about any animal. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not, a lot of animals, right? They're mm-hmm. more about quantity. They'll go out and mate with as many females as possible to um, increase the chances that one of their young will live to mm-hmm. continue on to the next generation, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're about. Um, so then you have um, females who are looking for the best quality of mate, right? Mm-hmm. They're looking for the, the biggest, the strongest, the fastest mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. male to have children with because they think that giving their young the best qualities will mm-hmm. help them live mm-hmm. versus just having mm-hmm. more of them, right? Um, which also leads into the whole, like, most female animals stick around to take care of their young mm-hmm. and uh, male animals are kind of like, it's kind of up in the air whether they're going to stay or not, mm-hmm. like depending on your, your animal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that also kind of, so that goes into this conversation of like when uh, men, like human men, right? Yes. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> yes. how they want multiple partners because that's how they're genetically predisposed to want, right? And I'm like, okay, fine, I get it. But the other half of that argument is that if you are not the creme de la creme of man, yeah, your yeah. woman is going to look elsewhere, whether it's to have children or not, right? Like women or females are looking for quality over quantity. So mm-hmm. if you're not that guy, <laughs> you not that you can't be participating in these conversations or like you can't be saying um, you want a submissive woman or whatnot, but like you need to step up your game if that's what you want. Like you need to be exhibiting the qualities that are going to attract women versus just deciding that women should act this way towards you. Right. And again, like it's it's not necessarily a dollar amount, right? There's so many factors that contribute to a good quality man, mm-hmm. right? Like you could be rich, you could be emotionally like adept, right? You could be big and strong. Like it just kind of depends on what the woman is looking for. But mm-hmm. if you are not the, if you're just, I don't want to say this. Like, if you're not the best or, like, you know, top 10% maybe right, of at least something that would attract a woman, mm-hmm. you can't expect to do whatever you want, right, like, in terms of extramar- extramarital affairs and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her not say anything or her not also look elsewhere or for her not to leave. <laughs> Right. You know, a lot of a lot of um, the guys have making this discussion. Uh, one of the things they want about traditional women is loyalty, which I'm like, I totally get that. But how can you expect loyalty when you don't give it back? Is my main question. Right. And, and then they-, they try to make the argument that men and women show loyalty differently, mm-hmm. as like women are loyal because they all or ugh, are only with one man. And men show loyalty by like coming home to her, right? And I don't, I don't know if I like, I don't think that works for me. Exactly. And so I wonder if it's a. This is truly a question. Maybe we don't know. Might follow up um, on future conversations. You know, is it across the board? Is it cultural? Is it that some cultures are just more? open about it and and are currently having this conversation or um like i said because the 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 people who are having these discussions are not the 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 people who are perhaps the breadwinner or even if they're presenting themselves to be right say they have a high Mm -hmm. making these demands of women these are typically men that either are single. So there is no, so the married man who is the head of his household mm-hmm. and the provider, I don't hear yes. them in these discussions. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like when, when we, correct me if I'm wrong, these conversations mm-hmm. are being had by 
both women and, and men who aren't really in relationships and are making these broad uh, general statements. I get that statements. vibe as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So even, you know, to yeah, that marriage, seems to be the, the right. It seems like they are people who are, um, but I guess, you know, internet age, right? Everyone's an expert mm-hmm. in everything. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't really know yourself, but you're teaching someone else how to do it. So that is part of just the culture that we're in now. Um, but the conversation yeah. for me has been just very loud and uncomfortable, um, especially when it comes to the submissive piece. Um, I think when it comes to submission, I think personally, um, as someone who is a premarital mentor as well, I think that goes both ways, you know, um, submission. And we talked about this as well, Jada, like submission versus respect, right? So people are thinking that, um, so I can respect a man or a woman or whomever you're in a relationship with, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to submit to your lead because respect and submission don't equate to the same thing. I can respect your opinion, right. but I might not, um, I might not feel, and, and you and I are both this way. Like we are both like, we look up things. We want to know where we're going before we get there. We sort of want to know what to expect with, with realistic limitations, right? Like um, we're, we're mm-hmm. making the reservations before we show up. So I think even our personality types, right? Yeah, I can respect the fact that you said you want to go to this restaurant, but hey, did you call to find out if they're open today? Is there going to be seating? You know, what are the menu options for us? And I think, you know, a lot of women are this way too, right? So if um if a guy wants you to be submissive, but like you said, you don't have a plan or you're not really vocalizing what that plan is. So what exactly am I going toward? What 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 am I submitting to? Because you're not expressing what this thing is that we're gonna do. <laughs> so I think a lot of um, the conversations getting sort of, you know, twisted as to what, what's on first, right? Like, are we, are we developing ourselves? And this, of course, we're talking about heterosexual relationships, and um, obviously, are we specifically, are, are the men who are looking for the submissive woman, are they in a position or have they positioned themselves to be a leader or are you clueless and want someone and just feel good about someone chasing behind your cluelessness and I've seen that too you know so let's switch gears here a little bit and head back over to our monogamy topic. Jane, are you there? I guess the conversation got too heated. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So what are your thoughts? 
Jada? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear? Are you okay. able to? Cool. So, um, sorry. <laughs> My uh, headset went out. Um, <laughs> but we were having a discussion the other day about respect versus um, or I, I said something about respect versus authority and I actually found it so I could read it to you. Oh, cool. Okay, so it says sometimes people use respect to mean treating someone like a person and sometimes they use respect to mean treating someone like an authority. And sometimes people who are used to being treated like an authority say, if you won't respect me, I won't respect you. And they mean, if you won't treat me like an authority, I won't treat you like a person. Mm. Wow, that's deep. That is deep right there so if you're not treating me like an authority i can't treat you like a person and a good example of this i you talked about too was um the the parent child dynamic right and we're sort of stepping outside of relations i mean but this still is a type of relationship where there are um some instances where like you said if you are not treating your parent like an authority or rather than respecting them as a person, they will in turn treat the child, the teenager, the, you know, the offspring as mm-hmm. I can't respect you as a person. So yeah, that was, that's super insightful right there for sure. Yeah, I just, and I just think it's really interesting in terms of uh, relationships too, because You'll have some people, it's not just guys, right, who feel like they're the, not the breadwinner per se, but they're in charge of, like, the household or the relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they want that authority and they just kind of expect you to treat them as an authority figure. And it's like, well, no, you're just a person too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like and like i can respect you but that doesn't necessarily mean i'm just gonna like follow you around like a lost puppy absolutely i think we can both agree um that monogamy might not be for everyone um even though again we're in the marriage business but we're also humans and we're in life um also just want to note for the folks who are who are listening, Jada is an engineer, so she has a science background. So I'm more in love, love in la-la land, and she's very focused on research and data and um, has some good insight to offer and always um, provokes a lot of thought in me as well as different ways to look at things and, um, and has her research often to back up um, the conversations that she has. So I think um, just going back to, you know, the whole conversations going around relationships, why do men cheat? That's a loaded question. I don't, um, it's not a question that I ask <laughs> because that is, um, it's too broad. And I don't think every person does everything. And I I've had conversations with family members that, you know, insist that all men cheat. Um, some men aren't, aren't capable of cheating. <laughs> I mean, there, <laughs> there are things that can physically be happening 
with uh, men or women, right? Um, low libido, different things like that. So, I mean, just this, the, the broad statement on any group of people is just not something that I, I subscribe to. Um, why do men cheat? Um, is the same question that you would um, answer. Why do men, women cheat? And that's because you can. I think um, men, um, it's a little bit more out there for the man because even though if a man gets caught cheating, he doesn't love the consequences of his actions if he's in a relationship, of course. Um, but to some extent, men seem to wear that as a, a badge of honor. Whereas if a woman were to step out on her relationship, it's just a thing that she did today. <laughs> so it's not as broadcasted. Um, but yeah. So that's it for our conversation today. Jada, it was lovely having you on. Um, I think you're having some headset issues, but we will touch base um, again. And it has been a great conversation with you. So I'm Margaret Johnson, your wedding theory godmother, professional wedding officiant, and premarital mentor. I'm going to walk you through the steps from your moments of yes to your moments of I do. Until next time.